Was it Craig Wright? Was it the Bitcoin cash fork? Was it rumors of Bitmain letting go of Jihan Wu? Or did somebody forget to brush their teeth today? We're not really sure what caused the markets to plummet this week, but Bitcoin has gone as low as $5,500. If ever there was an episode that lived up to the title, Bad News, this one might be it. And yet, there are shades of optimism, as Bitcoin and crypto have been here before. Buckle up, cowboys and cowgirls. This is the Bad News episode number 207 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Uh, I'm Roger Veer, CEO of Bitcoin.com. You're listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Stay bad. Rejoice and be of good cheer, people of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, for we, the crypto superheroes, no, I'm sorry, not superheroes, crypto clowns, are here at the ready for you. It's the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Common. That is Travis Wright. And for those who have a visual on us right now, no, I don't mean you're staring at your podcast player, but those of you who know that we now broadcast bad news live on Twitch using BeLive.tv, did you know you can see us before you hear us? It's true. That is true. And we both have a face for radio. It's okay. You got an okay face. It's a rough week, man. Yeah, so, you know, back in Thanksgiving of of last year, 2017, that was the day that we hit $250 billion on the market cap for the first time. And today, folks, uh, November 15th, as we are recording this, it is $184 billion. So, if we could turn back time. I'd go to back to January and sell all my crypto. Lots of news coming your way. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor at Digitex. Of course, you've heard us talk about Digitex and you've heard Digitex on the show. In fact, I believe in tomorrow's episode, you're going to get a catch up with uh, with Adam Todd from Digitex, the CEO that talks about where they're going. But for those of you just uh, coming out from your cave, before the long cold winter, they are a commission-free trading platform for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin futures. They've got over a half a million people on the pre uh, the the their advanced early access wait list right now to be able to trade for free. The DGTX token is trading on a number of exchanges, and you can go check it out on their website. And here's a short link to get you there: badco.in forward slash futures and make sure you listen to the interview with um, Adam in tomorrow's crypto spotlight edition that'll give you more information we got to go back to the future Marty we got to go back to January for sure like if you knew now you know what or if you knew then what you knew now well then the the price would have crashed even quicker because everybody would have sold well it's an interesting thing because I, I was I was doing some thinking about this so remember when there was this run-up last year when Bitcoin forked and created Bitcoin Cash, right? Right. So everyone who had Bitcoin now had Bitcoin Cash, the same amount of Bitcoin Cash. Well, at some time, I mean, that Bitcoin Cash got up to like three grand at one point. Yeah. So here was all this new influx of money. People had this Bitcoin Cash money that just came out of thin air. They were selling that, buying alts. 
And so I think a lot of the big market drivers of 220,000 last year was the fork of Bitcoin Cash because Bitcoin Cash created all this new money that people had. And they said, oh, I want to go buy some Bitcoins. And so the price of, of Bitcoin took off. Uh, the price of Bitcoin Cash took off. The price of all the alts took off. And then uh, since then, they have they've done the opposite of takeoff, eh? Well, that in the media hype. So let's timestamp this. It is November 15th, 3.40 p.m. on the East Coast. The market cap for all cryptos, according to coinmarketcap.com, is $184 billion. Bitcoin at 55.81. Ripple, uh, XRP at 46, overtaking Ethereum to be the second uh, most valuable crypto. Barely, Ethereum at 179, Bcash 415, Stellar 23, EOS $4.63, Litecoin 43.91, and you know I'm going to say it, Tether 98.4 cents. Still not pegging mm -hmm. to a dollar. Yeah. And uh, number nine, we have Cardano, who Mr. Joel Com likes to ignore. They're at 6.3 cents. Ignoro. Uh, number 10 is Monero, $87. And I want to add I want to add number eleven on there, which is Tron, which is one point nine cents. We actually have a great interview coming up here on a future future episode uh, with uh, with Justin over there at Tron. We Justin. had our yeah we had our bad crypto chick uh, Rachel Wolfson did an interview with him, and we got straight up great video of that. We had Larry Wong, our videographer, go out there as well with Rachel. They got some great footage of that, uh, and that will be populating what a couple episodes. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Very true. Very true. We love uh, if you love, guys are love, joining love. us live on Twitch, then please be sure to share that this broadcast we're broadcasting on the BeLive.tv channel on Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash BeLive underscore on underscore Twitch. And BeLive is the tool that we're using to be able to have both of us on screen to do screen shares so you can see the news as we're talking about it in the cool lower thirds. You can get a free trial for BeLive TV for yourself if you go to BeLive.tv. And with that, let's get to the news. Mr. Travis Wright, the Daily Hoddle says it is official. Bitcoin Cash has split into two separate blockchainians. Hmm. Yeah, Done. so we got Bitcoin Cash SV, which stands for Satoshi's Vision, and that has a current price on a uh, futures price of $84.90, right? And then the other, the original Bitcoin Cash, which is now going to be Bitcoin Cash ABC, I guess, that is now trading at $306.00. And I'm glad that I got out when it was around 600 something dollars. <laughs> I was well, like, you're... I don't know what's going on with this fork thing. I, I got a funny feeling that the, that the prices is going to, one of them's going to tank. One of them's going to, who knows, it's going to divide that. But not nearly as sexy as what happened last year when, when Bitcoin Cash forked off of Bitcoin. Yeah, so basically SV increases the block size from 32 meg to 128. 8 meg which is supposed to speed up transaction verifications and bitcoin cash abc's got some new updates also that's supposed to make it easier to operate with other cryptos and boost block capacity and mm -hmm. then you've got the two sides here right uh mm -hmm. bitcoin cash abc is got roger veer behind it and that's bitcoin.com and then bitcoin cash sv is backed by Craig Wright, who has claimed to be Satoshi Nakamoto, and Calvin Ayer, 
who is a crypto billionaire. Yeah, Craig Wright is actually my long lost brother. And I just want to say, Craig, I mean, where's where's that Bitcoin you owe me? I mean, I'm your brother. I, I'm, I miss you. The family misses you. I mean, come on. <laughs> he has lots of friends who didn't know that he yeah. had. Before. It's like Travis Wright. I don't know no Travis Wright. I'm like, come on, Craig Wright, Satoshi. Um, yeah, so now it's like, so now what do we call it? We don't call it Bcash, ABC, Bcash, SV. Like, these are really crappy names, Mr. Jocom. Yeah, well, I mean, so Rod, here's what's really interesting is Roger Veer would say that Bcash as it was, was Satoshi's vision. But now Craig Wright is saying Bitcoin Cash SV is Satoshi's vision. And, you know, the war continues. Uh, it just it, it's it's absolutely insane uh, mm -hmm. that there's so much infighting in crypto development and nobody has any clue who's going to come up out on top. Yeah. And you know what? Last time when Bitcoin, you know, forked and created Bitcoin Cash, the market took off in a very positive direction, right? Uh, and now, unfortunately, you know, here we have another fork, and uh, the price of crypto is tanking in the opposite direction. Uh, that, that it doesn't make us very happy, right? No, I mean, well, this last couple days have been crazy. I don't know that it makes any sense. I mean, why would Bitcoin in the markets crap out over over Bcash? So another reason it could be is, according to the story on CCN, the headline is Bitcoin mining firm Bitmain confirms board shakeup, but denies that Jihan Wu is out as the chairman of the uh, the board. So is that type of rumor or news enough to shake the, the Bitcoin space? Mm, well, I mean, for those who are in the know, you know, Bitcoin, a uh, Bitmain, they have a lot of hash power, right? And they also sell a lot of the, you know, devices that people use to mine. Those really top end ASIC miners, the really high end ones. Bitmain sells those, and over time, they've had so much hash power, so much power overall uh, with with Bitcoin and with with Jihan Wu, you know getting shaken up and maybe they there's 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 rumors saying that he's been kicked off of the board uh, there's also people that are denying it saying that jihan Wu is not out as chair maybe he's part of the chair so i've looked at multiple news sources and nobody really seems to have the definitive answer of what's going on but in, that's in article, Travis, he's sitting yeah. in a chair does that help he is he is very clearly in the chair yeah sitting yeah i see him sitting in the chair so this is just it's just hard to say. And they originally, CCN reported that Bitmain back on November 7th had undergone a major board shuffle. And, and so to me, if Bitmain can do a board shuffle and Jihan Wu, who controls a lot of the mining of Bitcoin and a lot of the hash power, and is that what triggered the market to crash? Because that's that's been going on over the last week and the market's just crashed over these last couple of days. Like, Yesterday, it was so sad to see how much crypto we lost, how much value. <laughs> I don't think I can. Yeah, I can go on. I'm Actually, um, I think I have a picture of this. My you know, crypto my, goes my up, portfolio, crypto goes down. My Blockfolio app was actually crying. Huh. Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin is actually, you know, in the, the intro, I said it had a low down to 5,500. Actually, the low for the last 24 hours was 52.92. It was crying, Mr. Jocom. Yeah. Oh, that's I know. Blockfolio was not happy. That's, that's neither, was my, neither was my retirement fund and neither is my kids. High school, you know, college fund. They're not happy either.
so right. there's this article here if you want to know more about the bitcoin cash forks on bitcoinmagazine.com of course all of the links that we're talking about are in the show notes at badco.in forward slash 207 and yeah, this, let's, let's right now they won't be up yet but they will be as soon as the show is right, done this uh, this details a little bit more about the argument between Bitcoin ABC and Bitcoin SV, and we'll let mm -hmm. you guys do your homework and read about that on your own time, because right now this is our time. Yeah, it's a little uncertain still. I mean, who knows what's going to actually happen with it, except more market confusion. And now you have, you know, Roger Ver talking about Satoshi's vision is Bitcoin Cash, but it's not Satoshi vision, it's Bitcoin Cash ABC and Bitcoin Cash Satoshi Vision is actually not Satoshi's vision. It's Craig Wright's vision, and he, and Roger Ver owns Bitcoin.com. So well, it, the, but there's optimism still. You know, Tim Draper is not a loose cannon. He is a reasonable uh, man who is you know uh, professional and very well thought through. You know, he's not saying he's going to chop off a member if Bitcoin doesn't hurt had a certain price. But mm -hmm. according to this Coin Telegraph article, he stands by his Bitcoin price prediction of two hundred fifty thousand by two thousand and twenty two. He says, we're talking about a 5% market share to get to 250000 It seems like a drop in a bucket, and all we need to really do is make it so Bitcoin can be used to buy Starbucks coffee, and all of a sudden, the world just opens up, and then they say, I've got this choice. Mm -hmm. And so he's sticking by his prediction. Yeah. Um, actually, Tim Draper did say if Bitcoin does not hit 250000 by 2022, he'll actually finally take off his Bitcoin tie. <laughs> he showers with it i read yeah he says crypto market cap is going to hit 80 trillion in the next 15 years mm, that's not that's not that's not hard to imagine really when you think about how much wealth is in gold and silver and commodities and stock market how much gdp is in every country how much uh, you know the global debt is derivatives all of this thing there's you know quadrillion plus dollars worth of wealth and debt in the world when you start moving that money over into crypto. And here we are, less than a quarter billion. Actually, we're at 180 billion, right? 183 billion or something so low, right? And uh, that number over time, 80 trillion. How much is Bitcoin going to be worth then? How much are some of those other crypto coins going to be worth? A lot of them will be worth zero because they didn't actually get their product out. But those that do, and we saw this exact same thing happen in, in uh, you know, in the late nineties, early two thousands with the tech bubble is you're going to see a few really, really big companies. And a lot of them like pets.com and some of the other ones are going to go away, have a lot of hype and the ones are not going to deliver, but there's going to be a few that deliver huge. And those are going to be the ones that you hope that you hodl on to. But here, here's what I find interesting. In fact, I was talking to my uh, brother about this a couple of days ago. Cause he was like, I didn't know the Bitcoin price had dropped until I got a text from him that said, good time to buy Bitcoin. And I thought, uh Oh, and then I looked and I saw the crash happening and, and I called him and I said, you know, I was there as many of us were for the dot com crash. And here's what's interesting to me during the dot com crash, a lot of big businesses that have put a lot of money, like pets.com, went out of business, right? Mm -hmm. But if you look at the the top 25, 50 crypto market cap, they're all still here. None of none of the big ones 
have gone out of business. The ones that are suffering are the ones that raised all this capital for their ICOs that was worth 30 million. And now their coins are worth, you know, 10% of that. And they're on cash burn and they're running out of money because all mm-hmm. the ETH that they raised isn't worth, yeah. you know, but a fraction of it. Hopefully, hopefully some of them got out of that and wasn't just holding on to ETH when ETH was $1,500 plus and they raised all this money on ETH and now ETH is sitting at, what, $180? Right. I mean, that's a big, big crash. That's a 90, almost a 90% crash, 85% crash. And if they raise, like you just said, if they raised $100 million, well, now now they got, what, $15 million, $10 million. It's crazy how, how that is. Hopefully they got out. Uh, you know, at least at least got out of some of that Ethereum. But but who are the casualties? They're not the big players. Yes, they're hurt, they're wounded, they're scarred, they're bleeding, but there are no major casualties in the top cryptos. And that's different than what happened when the dot-com bubble burst. Yeah. Well, another thing is, is that, you know, even some of those ones in the top 10, top 20, top 50 have not, you know, developed their product fully. And here they are worth tens of billions of dollars. Like to me, that's one of those things of like, wow, when EO, when EOS got up so big, was that hit $25 or whatever it is? And then I'm like, really? Is it like when it hit $17, I was like, all right, it's about time to get out of this. And then it got up to $25. And I was like, yep. I mean, this is that, that. So sometimes you just see these just meteoric rises on them and they have these valuations that don't match up to their revenue. They don't match up to their technology. They haven't even launched their, their, their main net. And so sometimes it's just emotion that gets caught up into this. I don't think a lot of these coins are worth tens of billions of dollars that they are. I think Bitcoin's probably worth way more than it is right now, but who knows? It's just, it, it's, it's still, a, still a nascent space. Everything's shaking out, trying to figure out what it is. What's the value of it? What's the real value of it? Well, right now, we know the real value of Bitcoin is less than $6,000 because nobody wants to pay $6,000. We, we all wish we had been Charlie Lee, right, and and sold at the all-time high. Uh, so let's move on here and talk about some of the other things going on. A Google G Suite Twitter account compromised. Somebody hacked it and used it to promote a Bitcoin scam. Their GC Twitter account, G Suite is at G Suite, says Google is giving 10,000 Bitcoin to all community. We decided to make the biggest crypto giveaway in the world. Now you can make payments in G Suite using cryptocurrency. And then it links you to this website that any moron could see is not a Google site. Is right. I'm not even going to read it. You can see oh, it, it would be, you know, the GGL, whatever they have, right? They have like a GO.GL or GOG.GL. Like, this is really weird when you're looking at this thing and you're going, wait a second. Like, that's, it's verified. It's Google G Suite. You look at that and you go, huh. And so people just mindlessly click about it. The thing is, though, Mr. Jolcom, a lot of times when you put in an address on Twitter, then it actually will just populate the page and won't show you the URL. So, that's that. That's an interesting way to sort of so, sort of trick people. And they got in and actually used it as a promoted tweet. So they promoted it as a an advertisement as well. So it wasn't just a tweet. Yeah, basically they said here you can send uh, Bitcoin if you send point one to two Bitcoin to the address below, you'll get from one to twenty Bitcoin back. Oh my gosh, wow. what what a scam! So, they so I'm gonna do it right money. now. I'm gonna. I'm going to send it right now and see. This is exciting. 
<laughs> I can tell you exactly how much Bitcoin you'll get back if you send it to that address. You will get none Bitcoin back to that address. Google. Oh. You get exactly zero Bitcoin back. Wow. Yeah. So they did. You know, Google used to have a um, a ban on cryptocurrency advertisements back in back in June, and now you know I think they've sort of taken that away. But there's still some restrictions. There's restrictions on Chrome uh, Web Store uh, extensions as well, which you know impact those crypto jackers. So we got to get more secure in this space because more people are using you know Chrome extensions like MetaMask and some of those other ones, and more people need to be using Trezors. We've told you time and time again, use a Trezor, use one of the other devices, one of the cool wallets, something. Uh, get your money off of those exchanges and off your computer. What else we got, Mr. Travis Wright? All right, next up from Cointelegraph, Amazon, they won a patent for cryptography and distributed data storage solutions. Now, we've actually had quite a few people on Bad Crypto uh, in our sponsored spotlight episodes that we have, and we've talked about you know, distributed data storage solutions. There's companies like Storage, mm-hmm. and what are some of the other ones out there? There's there's, there's a few like Dropbox even... competitors. Yeah, Storage. Yeah, and the, oh, there there's one that's been around for as long as Storage, and the name oh, of it. Coin. Some of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, Sia, yeah. Coin. Yeah, and so it looks like Amazon has just won a patent that will allow them to, you know, well, this is, helps them protect the integrity of digital signatures and improve distributed data storage. And they were just awarded those a couple of days ago and uh, which will allow them to sort of take their Amazon web services, their AWS and distribute that maybe more effectively. And uh, that could be, that could be interesting. It's crazy There's to have, they got a nerd talk. talk. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. nerd talk. Um, Amazon's filing for another patent proposes a grid encoding technique using groups of collected shards where each shard represents a logical distribution of data items stored in a given grid. The patent filing suggests this method can help to minimize storage redundancy while allowing for maximum availability, durability, and means of recovery. So if you if this goes through and they use it, then you can shard yourself on Amazon. I just sharded just a little while ago, but I'm going to sit here and keep doing this podcast. By the way, I just noticed this, Travis. If you look at the ads that are showing up on Cointelegraph next to the story, they are all crypto novelties, crypto games. There's Kryptons. There's like a a crypto version of Obama with extra special big ears, and you could buy one of these or maybe some others. There's Crypto Treasures which looks like a, a cartoon. And then there's Ox, OX Warriors that oh. you play a game and I guess you get uh, OX Crypto Chests. or so. I don't know. It's like, but there's Crypto Kitties has spawned a legion of uh, games and I'm seeing them in the form of these advertisements. I'm actually seeing those top two and then I'm also seeing Changely, which is how you can buy cryptos with your, with your credit card. Um, I'm curious though, like uh, with the Bitcoin cash uh, logo or the icon that they use, I mean, which one's going to use the green one that's tilted to the other? I mean, like now they have a new one. I mean, that's going to be confusing. This brand is going to be a brand. The reason I say that is because I see the logo. with the I had to click on this, mycryptons.com. So you collect, express, and play, and they've got a krypton of Obama, Trump, and Hillary here on the top. I'm still not exactly sure what it is or what you do with them. I know is Trump has really big hands. 
Yeah, not not in this picture. He's got a really big smile. Obama has really big ears, and uh, Hillary has some really big answers to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Moving and on. What's a really big wall? This one in the uh, the saga of the Winklevi versus Charlie Shrimp. Oh, this story on CCN: a judge has dealt a setback to the Winklevi's quest to reclaim the $32 million in Bitcoin, which they claim were stolen by Mr. Shrem more than five years ago. Yeah, and they literally froze his assets, all of them, Sounds because cold. the Winklevi said that they owe him this money, so they got his assets frozen. And then, um, when was this article on the 9th? So on November 8th, he got his assets unfrozen. because Nobody likes your ass frozen, especially in winter. He got and, his assets um, thawed. I thought he yeah, did. He got, he got them all thawed. And so if you know Charlie Schramm, he had jail time back in 2015, and he was released the following year. He was selling Bitcoin to customers that went on Silk Road. And so that whole thing. It's amazing that Charlie Schramm got a year, and Ross Ulbricht got two life sentences. Right. And Charlie right. actually sold, and Ross just created the platform. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Charlie was the one selling the Bitcoin to the people, the customers of Silk Road, and and uh, so how is that not more, you know, viewed more negatively than building the platform, which could be used? He's like, I'm going to build a decentralized store that can people can buy and sell whatever they want and distributed in decentralized ways, and and then uh, yeah, so it's kind of crazy, but apparently that that's still developing. Uh, but Charlie Shrem, he said he showed some evidence that. Here's the Bitcoin came in. Bitcoin went out. It was never in his control. So who knows? Here's what uh, Eric Voorhees is saying. He is the CEO of Shapeshift. That's the application that allows you to easily turn one crypto into another. He says that the, the U.S. debt, as it's approaching $21 trillion, actually it's approaching $22 trillion, will inevitably cause a big spike in crypto. Quote, when the next global financial crisis occurs and the world realizes organizations with $20 trillion in debt can't possibly ever pay it back and thus must print it instead, thus fiat is doomed. Watch what happens to crypto. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. Well, I mean, here's what's going to happen here really soon is that the U.S. owes so much debt that their debt repayment payments that they have to pay is going to end up becoming more than what the U.S. spends on Medicare, what they spend on the Department of Defense, what they spend on education. So once you get to that tipping point, you know, that's that's the big challenge. Now, you know what? I look at this and I, you can see this thing coming from miles away if you've been paying attention. 9-11 happens. And since 9-11, we've spent 15 trillion dollars or some ridiculous number on the the wars in the middle east and here we are 21 trillion dollars and it could literally bankrupt our country because we went to go to war with uh with with a debatable deal like even bush said oh what is what is what is uh you know hussein have to do with uh you know in in iraq what does he have to do with with 9-11 he goes nothing nothing like there's videos of him saying that but he had weapons of mass destruction. We have to go after him. And $15 trillion later, we just spent so much money. Eventually, that's going to come, that's going to come, you know, back and haunt us pretty big. That's a lot of money. 
Uh, you know, Vinny Lingham, who we just interviewed and is going to be on a future episode here shortly, is the founder of Civic. And he said more wealth will be created in crypto over the next 10 years than over the prior 10 years. But remember, like any success story, it's not going to be a straight line up. Keep believing and just be patient. So he's listening to Journey. He's like, don't oh, stop. Buying make that Bitcoin. joke. Hold on to your crypto. Wow. <laughs> McAfee's in the news again, Travis. What's this all about? McAfee Labs. Uh, he warns. That's not McAfee. This is McAfee Labs. Okay. So this is the Internet Security and Research Lab, McAfee, which is named after John McAfee. They uncovered a new malware, which is basically using consumer devices to mine Monero. Another right? heard one? About Another one. Well, we, you've heard about browser jacking, right, where they're mining this. So this new malware is called Web Cobra. It originates from Russia. And... Um, those darn Russians. And uh, so basically they are using, it, basically it downloads one of two mining clients and then uses your processing power to um, generate coins for the, for the malware creators. Wow. Get off of jack my, don't be jacking my, my processing power. Or, uh, we like to jack your processing power to mine the Moneros and the cryptos. Just beware. Like, you know, have, I use malware bytes. Uh, on my PC, you know, it's super smart now more than ever to make sure you've got antivirus and anti-malware software on your computer. Find one that's got solid reviews that works for you and keep um, keep it up to date because you too too can be vulnerable. And no, they didn't pay for that, but they can if they want to. Do it. Do it. Very nice. So that's that. Our producer, Aaron, really did put, I mean, this is really a bad news episode. <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Just to yeah. press us all. This is from CryptoCoinSheep.com, or is it oh. CryptoCoinsHeap.com? I don't know. Crypto, I don't see any sheep anywhere. I do. Probably, their logo. Their logo oh, is sheep. sheep. There it is. CryptoCoinsHeap. Yeah. Yeah. Hackers demand $6.3 in Bitcoin from Malaysian media giant. So the, these guys created ransomware and they attacked uh, Media Prima BHD, which is this Malaysian media multimedia conglomerate. And they're saying, uh, you've got to give us Bitcoin. And uh, then and once you do, we're $6.3 million. That's 1,000 Bitcoin. Of course, 1,000 Bitcoin now is worth $5,500. $5.5 million. Yeah. That, so it's extortion, basically. They're, You're they're seeing big. more and more of this. Like, there's more and more of this stuff going on where, you know, do that. Like, the people that are taking over crypto account, not crypto accounts, but like social media accounts and trying to, you know, we'll give it back to you if you give us Bitcoin. So there's all kinds of new crypto extortion going on, which is not awesome. But you know what? Evil people do evil things because apparently they, they've not figured out a way to legally make money in life, I guess. They got to yeah. be assholes. We call it being a loser. Um, uh, I don't know about this one, but the PGA, Professional Golfers Association of America, was hacked and they encrypted files denying access to them as they were getting ready to hold a PGA championship event. And uh, the PGA said, no, we're not paying you. Forget about it. Not not going to happen. You know, hack if you want. But uh, but we're done with this. Crazy. Uh, This is, I don't know if this is as current as the previous story, but in this article says that Jihan Wu is no longer 
on the company's board of directors, but this is dated a couple days ago. So it might yeah, have been he says he's out, he is, and then it says no, nope, that's a rumor. So hmm. it is what it is. I heard a rumor. I, I'm I going off on other articles, man. You're going off on a tangent. All right, so this is a debatable story, right? But people were talking about it and they said, you know, China lifts the ban on Bitcoin. Individuals and Bitcoin and businesses can now own cryptocurrencies legally. They've said that, you know, this is you can't still trade them. So there's you can't go to exchanges and, and trade crypto, but apparently, you know, Bitcoin is now recognized as a legal asset to be owned, transferred, and utilized as a method of payment for goods and services in China. Uh, it was decreed by the Shenzhen Court of International Arbitration just recently. So remember last year, they banned Bitcoin in 2017. That was when it was near the high and it actually still kept on going afterwards. But um, now they say it's no longer banned. But you can't trade it. There are no cryptocurrency exchanges uh, available to trade in China. Huh. So there you go. It's it's a move in the right direction. It seems as if. Here, here's another scam. Wow, we are just full of scams here. U.S. citizen Joseph Kim of Phoenix, Arizona, has been fined $1.1 million and sentenced to 15 months in jail for misappropriating Bitcoin and Litecoin from several people. Misappropriating is a fancy word for stole, right? Well, this guy, the CFTC, which is the Commodities uh, Futures Trading Commission, the CFTC, found that Kim defrauded his employer, which is a trading firm, and he transferred about $601,000 worth of Bitcoin and Litecoin to his own accounts in 2017. However, now, how much were they worth then? Is it $601,000 then or $601,000 worth now? Uh, and so, not sure. Like that, that. Then. So then mm -hmm. it could have got up to way higher depending on when he, when he actually stole that. And uh, then he falsely claimed security issues made him transfer digital currencies to several accounts. And then they discovered that uh, there was some misappropriation. He was fired. And now he's going to jail. Here's Found an me in the Don't be a douchebag. Live an honest life. Bring value to the world. Don't be a taker. Like, t taker equals loser. Mm -hmm. Like, go, go produce something. You know, I'm watching um, a really bad trilogy of films based on a really good book atlas shrugged i don't know if you've ever okay. read the book travis or if you've ever seen the films the book is great except i take uh exception with ayn rand's um objectivism philosophy but essentially the producers the ones that move the world are the ones that we tend to punish for being successful in the ones who don't produce the takers uh, you know, end up with handouts. So it's a good thing this guy's going to jail. Anyway, yeah. I, I would say this. I would say this. So I read an amazing book really early on in my entrepreneurial career. I think I was 20 when I first read it. Uh, the book is called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. This is another book um, about about the legacy that was written by James Whitaker. But um, and also our good friend, Brandon Adams, he's a big fan of uh, Napoleon Hill as well. But he said this, it's like, if you want to become wealthy, then help a lot of people get what they want, and then you will get what, what you want. The more value you add to others, the more value will then come back to you. So the more value you offer out to the world, the more you will get taken care of. And if you, like Joel says, if you're a taker and you're stealing and you're doing bad stuff, they will come back on you, and uh, you know, you're not going to win with that. It seems like you always get caught, and it's not worth the risk. It's not worth the stress. 
and uh, do good stuff, as Joel likes to say, and add value wherever you can. And uh, the more value you add, the more money you'll make in life. And in news from J.P. Morgan, uh, Jamie Dimon is still a jerk, and I don't want to talk yeah. about. I don't want to talk about J.P. Morgan. So we're uh, we're just gonna sorry, um, Jamie Dimon, but eat a bag of blockchain. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, CZ is optimistic, and it might just be because he is the uh, the CEO of Binance, and they're making a killing. But he predicts a Bitcoin and crypto bull run he's saying the price will return to and even exceed the twenty thousand dollar price per coin it reached late last year and when's he saying that's going to happen though he says sooner or later it's going to happen that, that's the late range sooner or later yeah. really it's very very precise now i want to also throw another thing out here which i thought was one of the most I would say prescient and valuable things that that McAfee has said in a long time. John McAfee, he goes, um, let's see here. Let me find the article here. Da, da, da. Now, as, as you're looking for that, uh, CZ says, compared to January 2018, we're probably down 90%. So only, but we only have one-tenth of the trading volume compared to what we had in January. But compared to like a year or two years ago, we're still trading at huge volumes business is okay profitable and we still have a very healthy business yeah so quite optimistic we really need to get cz on the show yeah we do um and, and what he's done is absolutely incredible with binance and you see how long coinbase has been around for five years and now binance is making nearly as much money as coinbase is and it's doing it, what it does per quarter compared to these other companies on wall street is just amazing but what john McAvee said is like if we do not dive fully into crypto and use the blockchain as a way to enhance our lives in the world around us, instead of just collecting coins and hoping for a bull market, then our greed will have killed the greatest opportunity yet offered to mankind. Hmm. That's, that's beautiful. I think that's why he says we need to use, we need tokens to use, not just to keep in, in, in wallets. Right. We, we, we have to have implementation. Uh, here's another scammy story. This one on USA Today. Scammers impersonate Elon Musk on Twitter. And they, wait, did they hack Target or was he? Yeah, they actually hacked Target, the, the big box retail store. And they posted some of the very same things we talked about earlier with G Suite. That like, hey, we're giving away Bitcoin. Send some to this wallet and uh, we'll send you 10 times back. Right. Yeah, because that always works. It's called a uh, pyramid scheme. Those uh, those don't normally work out so well for people. So Bitcoin bomber, is it, that's not the Bitcoin bomber. Or no, I, I skipped the Bitcoin bomber. Screw that guy. Didn't okay. work. So the moral of the story is don't have your crypto stolen. Get them off exchanges. Get them into your own wallets where you hold the private keys and if it sounds too good to be true it probably is if anybody says they're giving away crypto like bitcoin or eth um and if you send some to a wallet you're going to get a multiple back that is a scam now if we say we're giving away bad coin um and, it's, and we don't ask you to invest in anything to do it then we're actually really giving it away Right. There's been some people who are like, oh, we're going to give away a Bitcoin to somebody 
Give us your email address. Well, then, you know, go look at their website, look at their terms and conditions. It could be real. But if they're asking you to say, hey, give us a Bitcoin and we'll send you 10 Bitcoin. Yeah, really? Red alert. Red alert. Yeah. So, yeah. As Ronnie Moas would say, if you believe that, then you're a bozo. And I will block you on Twitter. <laughs> Ronnie. We love oh, you, Ronnie. On the Bad Crypto Podcast, by the way. Eventually, Ronnie will be on for his millionth appearance. We are the Blockchain Blockheads. I'm Joel Tommy's Travis Wright. Thanks for listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. And uh, four episodes each and every week. Go to wherever you download and listen to your podcasts. And that could be iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, CastBox, and, and so many other places that we don't even know. And of course, you could always go to badcryptopodcast.com and find the episodes posted there immediately after they go live. That is so true. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So give us a call at 708-885-9030. Tell us about a coin you like. We're going to be doing a Talking Tokens episode again. And uh, maybe give a highlight or something you want us to think about or talk about or maybe just call us up and give us a little friendly hello and we'll get you on the show yeah if nothing else just leave a message that says stay bad who's bad the Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.